0: If it's my But the Bible tells me that He us first He got And he went to the cross So What's up Let God right now for this day that you've given us Lord Lord, we let those words ring pure Father that you can accept our praise and you can accept our worship you can accept our prayers not just here but wherever to trust you and to cast all things at your feet because your word teaches us Lord that, that you can and you and we thank you for it right now Lord that we come into this place we lift up your name we thank you for this is the day that you have made and we will rejoice and be glad in it amen amen y'all can be seated amen I just think about how David said, I was glad. When we set aside the day to come into the house of the Lord, I was glad when they said unto me, amen, I'm glad to be here this morning, amen, able to be, I know there's some, amen, that weren't able because of sickness, illness, or whatever the case, and, you know, other reasons, but I thank God that we pressed our way. Amen, and we thank God for those who are online, watching, they couldn't get here, amen, but they're online, amen, and you know, I'm thankful season of COVID-19, amen, I, I believe a lot of people have learned a lot of things, amen, amen through this season, amen, a lot of businesses, churches, all, all, all over the place, who did not, did not know how. Do we go to phase three? Amen. That means we can go from twenty-five percent to fifty percent. Amen. And things are starting to open up more. Amen. And people are getting their their COVID shots and vaccine And you know, I thank God. You know, I, I talked, got a note from my my brother this morning. You know, he's recovered from his second shot. He's kind of down. Amen. So we're praying for Yodis. Amen. Because you know, some of them shots knock you out. But me and Pastor Linda were able to get our shots on last week, and it wasn't. I felt the little shot for about ten minutes and Amen. that's it, but we got the one shot, the one and done. Amen. And Amen. And no one ain't one. no second shot. I only felt no no side effects. She felt no side effects, no illness. Amen. Amen. When I walked out the place after waiting for fifteen minutes, it was like I didn't even get a shot. Amen. Amen. But I thank God. Amen, because He is making the way. He's opening the doors, and we're just glad to be here this morning. I pray you came to receive a word, amen, along with our worship that we bring into the house. It's good to see family in the house this morning. Glad Elder Blackburn made it in again, amen, with, with James and ah, my niece and my great niece. great niece. It's a great niece. I have to think about that. new, new way you fit in this picture. You know? <laughs> but you're here. Yeah, Amen. We thank God for Danielle. She done spoiled Dad so bad, y'all. We gonna have a problem. We gonna have a problem. He been he been waited on hand and foot day and night. We gonna we got to bring him back down to earth <laughs> a little bit. But the love the family and so forth is something that's just so needed. Amen. Y'all ready for the word? Amen. So we're going to get ready, amen, as I call Pastor Linda up. God has given us a word for today, and I can say for this time, for this season, so let's stand as we receive her. Amen. Bringing forth the word of God. Amen. amen. can you guys hear me? Can you hear
1: me? Okay. Let's just go before the Lord in prayer. Lord, we just thank you right now. Father, we are so grateful for another day, another week, another opportunity, God, to be in your presence, God, to hear your word, oh God, for your word lets us know without your word, how can we live? How can we be victorious, God, without your guidance? And so today, God, we just come before you, God, opening up our hearts, God, ready to receive, oh God. You said, let the spirit hear. Let the church hear what the Spirit is saying, God. And we want to hear what you are saying. Oh, God, let us not come with any preconceived notions, God. We just come to hear, God, and come to receive. Thank you for your hand upon us, God. Thank you for your eye upon us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So glad for everyone that's in the house of the Lord this morning. And um, just want to holler out to... um, two different ones that are, you know, it's their anniversary. I think Sarita's anniversary is coming up Monday, right? And Elder Willie and Kathy Ann, we just thank God for the anniversaries in the house and birthdays in the house. God is good. It's by his grace. Wait, what am I doing? Daddy's birthday is coming It's Wednesday, amen. And guys, that's 90 years. And man, I just thank God for that legacy of, of, of a length of years and not just duration, but donation. And donation in, in my life, in my family's life of a great God that's kept us all these years. From that donation, we have learned to trust in Jesus, and we've learned to depend upon his word, so we just thank dad for that. Um, this this morning, uh, um, God has been dealing with me about grace, probably for the past two months, and um, I was standing in the kitchen, and um, doing some dishes, and God began to just deal with me about that grace, um, grace makes space for us, okay, and And it's a wonderful thing that grace makes space for us. And as as I go into it, you'll understand what I'm saying. But many times God said grace is abused because grace makes space for the sinner, but it doesn't make space for the sin. And I want you all to get that this morning. Grace makes space for the sinner, but does not make space for the sin. God hates sin. And God is still holy. And a lot of times we deduct grace down to this weak kind of thing of, whoo, man, oh God, I got out of it. I got out of it. I got out of it. And we begin to just take grace for granted and abuse it. Like it's, it's this free pass to, to sin. I, I got out of this. I, you know, I didn't get caught. And you know, we, we run through our sin, like doing it over and over and over again and, and wiping our brow. Like, Oh, thank God. Nobody caught me. Nobody saw me. Nobody, you know, I didn't have to pay any price. Woo. And. It would be wonderful if that caused us to stop sinning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That hot. You know, it would be wonderful if that would stop us from sinning. But we know in our lives, or at least I know in mine, there has been times where that thing that I went, whoo, I found myself doing again. <laughs> My heart beat so, and I was like, yeah, hey, I got it got over I got over and God doesn't want us just to get over he wants us to get out yeah. All right. sure. did you hear what I'm saying he doesn't want us to just get over but he wants us out and that's the power of grace is to bring us out, not just over, but to bring us out, that we don't have to keep going through that, oh, I hope nobody catches me. And you know, the longer that we stay in a place where we hope nobody catches us, is the, the more that it catches us. Right. You see, then what happens is, it catches us, and it, it gets so hard. To come out of something that you're really caught up in. Has anybody ever been caught up in something? I know we have. Because the word of God said. Short of the glory of God. And we know those places where. Where it just. You cry. <laughs> but it has to be a real cry. One, right? You know, have you have children where you know the real cry? <laughs> and you know that I, I just feel uncomfortable. I don't want to be in this situation. Come help me out of this situation. But I'm going to go back and put my hand back in that socket again, okay? But it just felt... Hello? Amen. I don't want to be caught by but grace is more powerful than that. God is more powerful than that. And so I'm I'm kind of this morning, I'm gonna work backwards, okay? Because as I was standing there, the Lord was saying, No, I want you to go backwards, okay? So I have this little analogy that I want to read to you guys. If um guys because I think it'll give us more of a understanding, okay? Okay, it's about this man that he was at the grocery store one morning and he hears this loud crash and something is shattering. And so, just being nosy, he walked over to the, to the sound and he saw some people whispering and looking back to the end of the owl. At the end of the owl, he sees this little old lady and she had hit a shelf and many things had fallen to the ground and it broke. And she was kneeling on the floor looking around and she was so embarrassed and she, she's frantically trying to clean it up. And he said, I felt so bad for her and everyone was just standing around and they were just staring at her. And so he went and he knelt down beside her and, and he said, don't worry, don't worry, I'm going to help you. And he started helping her pick it up all the broken pieces. About a minute later, the store manager comes up and he stoops down and kneels by both of them and he says, leave it. We will clean this up. And the lady, she's just totally in Paris, and she's just looking in her little bag for some money. And she goes, oh, no, I, I, I need to pay for all of this first. She knew that she didn't even have the money to pay for all that was broken. But then the manager smiled, and he helped her to her feet and said, no, ma'am, we have insurance for this. You don't have to pay anything. If you heard this this far, I would like for you to give me a minute And close your eyes, close your eyes, you're still looking at me, close your eyes, okay? And imagine God doing the same thing for you, collecting the pieces of your broken heart from all the blows that life has thrown at you, collecting all the mistakes and all the sin, and God will heal your wounds. He will forgive your sins. He wants to take care of your your soul, we all have that same insurance, and it's called grace. As I was reading that story, you know, you can open your eyes now. As I was reading the story, it it hit me that the Word of God is a book about grace. His Word is all about grace. And I thought to myself about one of my favorite stories is the woman that was caught in the very act, the woman that committed adultery and, and the men and everybody's society brings her before Jesus and, and lets, you know, Jesus know that this woman had committed this act and that she should be stoned and they all had their rocks in their hands. You know, so many times when we hear this story, we be like, oh, disgusting. Why would they have their rocks in their hands? You know, after we've been walking with the Lord a little bit, but we, but we all, you know, there's been times in our lives that we've had rocks in our hands, right? And we want to stone somebody for doing something that we thought was just horrendous. But she ha- Jesus does this utmost graceful act toward this woman. So it says while everybody's standing around and they're waiting, they want to see what Jesus is going to do with the rocks in their hand. It says that Jesus just kneels down and he begins to just write in the sand. Now, the Bible doesn't really let us know what it was that he wrote. But whatever he wrote made them all put the rocks down. And so he he was, the question to them was, he who is without sin cast the first stone. And can you imagine? I mean, he didn't say, he who is just a liar, because I man she committed adultery and being just a liar is a little thing he didn't say that he said he who is without sin cast the first stone and so we see and we hear as we're reading it can you imagine everyone's kind of standing there thinking you know you know only 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 a sense of true pride and ignorance would make you stand and say, i'm without sin bam but themselves they they begin to realize wait a minute mm, wait a minute yeah i i am a sinner and um i have sinned and so they all begin to throw their stones down and it says, as the woman looked up, Jesus, Jesus looks at her and he goes, you know, she's looking up, probably expecting that stone. Don't know, what has intervened? What has intervened that I don't feel a thud against my body or a thud against my head? You know, can you imagine? She's just crouched there, just waiting for the stones, but there's no stone coming. And so when she looks up, can you imagine her like She's like, what, what's going on? I, I know. And right there, grace has intervened. She's got her first taste of grace. Grace has intervened, and Jesus looks around and looks down at her in her state of what's going on. He he says to her, woman, where are thine accusers? And she looks around, and they've thrown their stones down, and they're walking away. And she learns in that moment that God has given her grace because by law... By law, she was really supposed to be stoned. But Jesus came and he gave her grace. And this woman was so overwhelmed with grace that she did something amazing. She went to go and tell everybody. Now, when I think about this story about space for grace and what we're going to get into so I can make it more real to you, what would have happened um, if she got up Okay, first of all, let's talk about the la- the lady in the store. What would have gotten after if she got up and the, and the manager said, we have insurance for this, don't worry about this. And so the next time she comes in the store, she just casually knocks everything down again. Oh, geez, oh. And she thinks to herself, <laughs> we got insurance for this. You know how, how we can keep doing something over and over because, you know, it's not cost- or she just and then now she stands in full pride and, and says, there's insurance for this, right? Well, when Jesus would heal people, what would he say? Go and do what? Sin no more. That After he healed them, he would say, go and sin no more. And I, I always kind of thought about what happened to, have you ever thought about what happened to those people after that? after they ran and told everybody about jesus did they stop sinning i always thought about that and i said you know because we have this sinful nature that what we see in christ and in church is that we can come to the altar and we can we can give our lives to god and we can say i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and we can go back out and sin again so Would that work if the lady that was caught in the very act, caught in adultery, she knew that she had sinned against God? Wonder she got up and instead of going back and telling everybody about what Jesus did, she went back and got back in the bed Mm -hmm. with the man she was committing adultery, and she said, "Hey, there's insurance for this." Mm, that's 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 when God really brought me is that. We have the power to do. Grace is not some trivial, easy, um, free path. Grace has to be viewed and perceived in a way that is powerful until until the helping you to not do that thing that you were doing. It gives you the ability <laughs> to stand up against sin, but. If, Did the name? I don't want to do that anymore. I don't the power of grace. When that lady got up, she valued what happened. When she got go back and not do the same thing over again why because there was a va- this I was thinking about um this week we've had um some testimonies of amazing grace where and and in this house we've had some testimonies of amazing grace where where people were supposed to go to jail and got out supposed to go to prison and the Lord opened the jail doors and they still don't know how the jail door got open, and they're, they're not, they're not in prison. They still don't know how they got away from paying the debt. That was grace. But it would be really strange as if the they open the door and they let you go free and you walk back out and commit the same sin over again or the same infraction over again. But many do, right? Many... ...value the grace that was given them. Let it not be so that the people of God that we don't value or honor the grace that God has bestowed upon our life. the sinner. However, grace does not mean God forgets about sin. Grace means that God loves the sinner so much that he would die to pay sin's price for our freedom. Come on, he would die. It costs The relationship with God It separates us from that And God wants us to know today I'm still holy (laughs) But if we let it It will change the character of man Do y'all understand what I'm saying? So here grace 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 no, God still hates sin, yeah. and God is still holy. And the the Bible says, "Shall we continue in sin, that grace may abound?" Come on. And then Paul goes on and says, "God forbid." He's almost saying that's ludicrous. God forbid that we should just continue in sin that grace may abound. Grace is the true gift. Grace is something you don't earn. <laughs> It's something that we don't deserve. It's not based on your performance or your behavior, but it's based on the goodness of the one that's giving you grace, right? In Romans 5, 6 through 10, and we have some scriptures this morning that's going to carry us through. And as I be, you guys go through Romans. Get you a good Bible that can take you through Romans. I've read Romans so many times, and even as God was doing the study with me, it just made my heart feel... Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he makes a way for us. Oh, how we should honor that way that he has made. In Romans 5, and it says this We, when we were utterly helpless, with no right time, and doctors who had no use for him. Who had no use for him. There was a time where we weren't even thinking about Christ. We was doing our own thing. We had no use for him. Even if. For us. Though Possible. Can I get some water please? Now I love this part that. Even if we were good. We might expect somebody to die for us. But you know. Even when we really think about it. Okay, it might be barely possible that somebody would die for us, right? right? Barely possible, you know. Come on, who you think right now? You know, we could say I would die for my kids, I would die for my husband. I would, you know, we say those things, right? right. But sometimes we have to really question because sometimes we can't even bring them a, a cup of water. On, <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We'll say what we're going to die for. But well, even when he asks less of that, less than that, we we'll would be like, shoot, you better get his own stuff, right? And so in, in that, God has shown us God to die not good, but while we were still sinners. This is grace. We didn't deserve it. We weren't doing anything. We wasn't even probably giving him any attention. But God sent Christ to die for us. And since by living within us what a wonderful thought that while we were sinners before we could even repent God made a way through grace to die for us he didn't wait for us to do the right thing he didn't wait for us to turn toward him
2: You know how yeah. before Uh-oh. you. Be-
1: grace that how good you live it doesn't matter how good you live. sometimes we think because i've grace in my life i can do whatever i want because god's grace is over my life it says that no matter and that's what we need to know what did the rich man do he just did his whole little profile of I kept all the commandments I've done this, I've done that, I've done that but one of the things is goodness is not going to get us into heaven and there's a lot what gets us to heaven is to have a relationship with the one who died for us. With me. I'm in a relationship to prove how good I am. What that I do good comes from the good good father and so relationships and and marital relationships and this is just for all You have to have a God relationship with the one who can make you good for real. Okay? And remember he said, there's none good but one. <laughs> That's that. There's none good but one. That And so this morning I just pray because we got some leaving and going off to the military oh my god I'm gonna miss her so much and we got Even as I'm talking to some of the young people, I did it God's way. I got me a man or I got me a woman in the house of God. It, I, wanna, I wanna say something in the house of God. Amen. Come on. Doesn't make you in God. That's right. I need you to. That's two different things. Yeah. Because we What are you in your private life? watch them as 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 Diane would say watch that joker in private life <laughs> Are you running to God you guys, I just, God really wanted somebody to hear that, okay? Because a lot of people are getting caught up on outer goodness instead of inner godness, okay? And outer goodness is just show, okay? But inner goodness would be a lifestyle, and I mean, a lot, and then I look back at my grandson, and sometimes it's not just guys, you know, women looking at guys, guys looking at girls. You guys cover your life with the goodness of God when you're looking for a partner with the goodness of God. Now, somebody, you know, it's so funny. Every time we preach this, somebody's sitting there and said, well, you know what? I made a mistake. (laughs) I just made a mistake. (laughs) I didn't do I'm telling you to get into the goodness because we even the Bible says this it says for the wife or it could b- work both ways but it says okay, if you can't save that spouse okay who bond and live if you you start Get in the grace space yeah. and let's live for God, okay? And friends of God. When In Romans 5, it says, And what a difference between man's sin and God's forgiveness. For this one man, but this one man, Jesus Christ, God's mercy. And life instead. The sin of this one man Adam caused over all. Listen to that. When we think about this one man, it always we go back to to Adam, man, you just want to get him, don't you? Do you ever just want to get Adam and Eve? And you think to yourself, Man, we gotta go through all this because of (laughs) y'all. You know? Because of y'all. But then we look at our And no, God, glad I wasn't the candidate you picked first because I wouldn't have been any better because it's not. Man, all this sin came to generations. For grace. that one and y'all think about it you know it helps me like some, i think i was laughing at myself the other day and i said uh, somebody would think you are going too far because i have this little thing like when i go to the um store and stuff i this voice you know and i know it's the holy spirit so it comes to me and i, and I Time Joyce Myers was talking about, and she was like, How, um, you know, how integrous are we really with doing the right thing? Because when you do the wrong thing in in little things, that means you'll do the wrong thing in big things. And so, okay, and I think about uh, putting the back, kind of just leaving it there, so I let it roll. back. Oh my. So- okay. Go push this basket over. But the other day I was at grocery outlet And God said, when are you just going to do it? Because it's right. Mm. But because it's right. (laughs) It's the right thing to do. Somebody said, do this. Grace is God getting us to the place that we do right because it's right, and a lot—it's the God, thing. it's the profitable thing, and a lot. Of, oh my God! The things He forgive, do good to them that 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 come against you. We we we're, we're like okay, because you said it, but. understand, grace is good. Grace is God. This sin of guys think about this adam caused many sin causes others that are watching us and so you know how we want to say don't don't watch me don't don't be Whether you want to be or not, somebody is watching you. Some responsibility in our life. Lead the blind; <laughs> they all fall in the ditch. Okay, it's a, it's a decision that we got to make in our life. Truth—we're talking about truth this year. We're sinners because what he disobeyed God are y'all looking up there yes I want to make sure y'all can see the because he disobeyed God and Christ called me to be made acceptable to God because he obeyed simple as that how are we going to lead them how are we going to lead as simple as that is what are we going to do we're going to cause many to fall Are we going to cause many to be brought to Christ? The Ten Commandments were given so that... And this is a wonderful thing about it is that the ten, the the I call them the tender commandments, not the just the ten commandments, because a lot of people um, look at the commandments as this grievous thing. When they're tender commandments, that if we follow them, that we would have victory in our life, and we wouldn't have all the hurt and the pain. If thou shalt not kill, okay, <laughs> that's a tender commandment. Break it and see what happens. You see what I'm saying? These are. how sinful we are. That's right. The Lord can't keep all ten. Right. Have you kept all ten? Right. In and of myself, yes. I can't do this. Yes. And so the Commandments, but he keeps on giving us grace, and this is about grace after grace, grace the grace of God. Honor the grace of God. That, that our scripture that comes from the now. Have we died to sin? Hallelujah. That's a question we must ask ourselves. Hallelujah. Can we die to sin? Yes, yes. but have, if, then if, something that I, if we look at it as as not as horrible as it is, then we won't die to sin. But Of those things that we do that look so good right now, looks so good, reaping death, and the By that we'd be totally extinct right. <laughs> we would be Gives us space to grow, Grace gives us space to change. Grace gives us space to to transform. think like that that's that's childishness that's like when I was a child I thought as a child <laughs> but when I became a man I put away those childish thoughts I put away that that I'm going to get by with this I'm going to sneak and I'm going to do this and I'm going to keep doing it Oh, only a child can still do that Okay, doing something and gets hurt but go back and do it again go back and do it again but God said it's time for us to he says, quit like men. That means stop it. <laughs> stop thinking like that. Come to a place where you have the maturity to understand that grace is getting you out. Out of the situation and not over. It says, Romans 6, 12-19, In your mortal, short-lived, perishable bodies. Now, don't y'all see we give so much value to this thing to this thing this flesh we give so much value to it but it says that we will sin we'll do anything to make this feel good but it says don't let it rule us king because this is a short lived perishable body to make you yield to its cravings and be subject to its lust and evil passions do not continue all sin as instruments, tools of wickedness. But offer and yield yourself to God as though you have been raised from the dead to perpetual life and your body and faculties to God. So God is saying you are Give are as implements of righteousness for sin shall no longer exert dominion over you. Somebody should say, ooh, thank you, Lord. Dominion over you. Since now you are not but under grace as subjects of God's favor and mercy. What then are we to conclude? Hear it. They say it again. Shall we sin because we live not under law, but under God's favor and mercy? Certainly not. Do you know that if you continually surrender yourself to anyone to do His will? You obey. Get that. Come on. Whoever you yield to, you're slaves. Okay? Whether that be to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thank God, though you were once slaves of sin, you have become obedient with all And to which you were committed. Now, I want somebody to get this point right now. Sometimes we look at it and we go, okay, God, I've came to you, but I'm still sinning. I'm still sinning. What's, what's going you know, You know how Paul talked about that, that, that thing going on. You know, the, what I want to do, I find myself not doing. You know, this thing, this war going on in me. Well, what stops the war? And right here, God is saying, this is what stop is that you have become obedient with some of your heart. heart. It has to be all of my heart. And I like it how it says that you are be obedient to the standard of teaching in which you were instructed. Now, if I don't like God's standard, okay. I'm not going to I'm not going to be obedient. If if I, <laughs> the, something about that ain't right Come on and we make a I'm not forgiving her okay we have that butt that keeps getting in the way the righteous never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging bread mm, I'm right on that Lord you ain't gonna make me beg for bread you gonna Give. When he says receive, I'm down with it, okay. But when he says give to the poor, when he says give your tithes, wait, 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 hold up. which you were committed and God is saying we got to be committed to this you got my action now I might in my thoughts I can act like I'm I'm conformed in my thoughts my thoughts can say you know I want to be holy I want to be holy man I'm conformed to that I want to be holy but my actions action. see all this got to be married together you have, I'm speaking in familiar human terms because of your natural limitations for And ever increasing lawlessness. So now. So now. Everybody says so now. so now. Yield your body members. And faculties. Once and for all. As servants to righteousness. Right being and doing. Which leads to sanctification. This morning God is saying that we have to be fully persuaded. In our mind. We got to be fully persuaded. All for Jesus I surrender. <laughs> and what makes it good when we say all to him i freely give (laughs) it's not somebody dragging us you know how sometimes you know when you were young and you felt like your parents was dragging you to church drag Jante, now it's all about you making your decision nobody's gonna be dragging you when you're away from home and i don't say nobody has but i'm saying this is what i'm talking about when we get on our own we got to make we got Christ? Will we still stand on the word of God? Will we still stand for hope? You know well he probably tried to whoop me but (laughs)
2: Thank you.
1: Because if they don't water that grass. It's going to turn brown. And there's. Real. This is the truth. And God. Back and pull on the grace of God. Because the enemy is going to say. About God's grace. And his grace is there. To pull me up. And to pull me out. Transform my mind. To teach me. To live out this word of God. And But give me the ability to do it. God said his grace is sufficient for us today. And I don't know where you are on the totem pole of your walk. The enemy might be telling you, but I've done too much. I've done too much. I've I've messed up. Just like I said, once we hear something, we can say, I want out because I've messed up. Jesus, thank you, God. Thank, you, God. thank you God great it's good it costs something great cost and there's this other Until we, we get up out of here. We're going to need the grace of the Lord. God. But you guys don't play with it. And don't abuse it. It's not. But thank you God for your grace. That's giving me space giving me space not to go to a devil's hell. table there is space at the table for you there's space at the table for whoever and whatever you've done if you would just value his grace and so this morning as we get ready to close out remember there's God God hates sin don't you for one minute let the enemy fool you into believing that God's okay with sin God loves the sinner he hates the sin. And our God, he is still holy. And he said, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. And so it's up to us to really value that. This morning, if anyone needs prayer, and I know I'm going to call a up, we're going to pray for her. And, Jante, before she leaves, is there anybody else that may need prayer this morning? Um, you've looked at your life, and <laughs> sometimes, we, you know, you know how you tell people, quit playing games. That's what, that's what I hear, God. Playing games. I mean, where you think you're getting old. Life is no game, you guys. <laughs> Life is, you better live it like God said, or you're going to die like God said. It's truth either way. You got to live it like God said, okay? 'Cause you're going to die like God said. And you're going to reap the reward of that. And remember his grace is trying to get us space to live with him forever. So if this morning if you just want prayer, you can come up. Remember this the, the prayer is, God, I don't want to abuse grace. I don't want to play with life. I don't want to play with sin. Amen. <laughs> to take you further than you ever wanted to go. All right, drop you off there, then mock you, cause you are there. So this morning, if you just need the grace of God to be just more stamped in your heart and valued, we'll pray for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Lord, we pray this morning. We pray for these that have freely come, God. We pray over their hearts right now in the name of Jesus.